Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello, and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another edition. Great to have you with us. Really, really pleased. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm really hoping you're getting something out of this series and these episodes. Please feel free to leave us a review and I'd actually ask you and encourage you to do so. It really helps with listenership and it really helps to get the message out there. And it's of great value. So please leave us a review. Thank you. Okay, so what's this week's episode going to be about? Well, A lot of the subjects we cover are to do with your own personal journey and the podcast has a real key aim running through it and that is to help you on your own journey and this only this last week I was blessed with a fantastic interview because of the subject of the interview a real good friend of mine who has shared Mark Leather, who shared some fantastic stories about his life and his successful life so far. And one of the things he talked about was how people go about achieving what it is they want to achieve in their own way. And also, as you know, I've uh, recorded some episodes which are may not currently be available. They may be uh, on the bonus um, episode list, which you can find out more about, but they're to do with my own personal journey and and, and are quite revealing and uh, I was I've been quite vulnerable on them and one of the reasons I've been quite vulnerable is because I'm talking about my own personal doubts. Now I listened to Danny Donachie interview Rodney Marsh, who Danny talked about as being one of the most confident people he's ever met and allegedly and apparently Rod just does not doubt himself. Well. I'm not in that category. Um, not to criticise Rod in any way, shape or form. We're all different and that's what one of the things that makes the world such an amazing place, how we're all different, thank goodness. But I've been, I've been plagued with imposter syndrome. I've been plagued with doubt, as I suspect the majority of you have. And I still am at times. And... That's probably one of the underlying reasons for this podcast, as well as some of the amazing material I've I've got from from reading various people. And as you know, I'm a big Jordan Peterson fan, and that doesn't mean I sycophantically follow him as if he's the, the word and nothing else is true, but I believe he gives a great narrative, interviews some great guests, and is a highly, highly powerful mind in our world today. Now, from his book, Maps of Meaning, which I may cover in more detail, he talks about the hero's journey. And Joseph Campbell's hero's journey, or the concept of anyway, is is a massive vein that runs through my own life because I find it sustaining that to look at life as a journey and I find it sustaining to look at life in terms of decisions and and either being a hero or not because it relates everything you do to 
a philosophy and to be able to bind and amalgamate and align what you do with a philosophy that you believe in, I think is ultimately empowering. And I just want to share a few thoughts. Maybe they're a bit jumbled. Hopefully they'll be in some kind of coherent order. But let's look at what you are as something called prima materia, which is raw potential. So there you are now as you sit with these desires, whatever they are for you. You're this prima materia. So you have a degree of health, a degree of consciousness, some intelligence, some skills, and certainly a desire. And you can go out there and we are as goal-seeking beings. We're kind of all, we're, yeah, we're almost predetermined to go and do things. You know, we, we will have to go and get food. We'll have to go and get water. We'll certainly strive for oxygen in terms of the, you know, Maslow's initial pyramid of hierarchical pyramid. But in terms of having those ticked off, which most of us in the Western world have, then we become self-actualizing and start to look for things that are meaningful. And it's these things that are within us that push us to certain things, whether it's a great artist or creating a business or becoming a professional footballer or an athlete or a homemaker. But you have to voluntarily and that's a key word, voluntarily go out there to explore the world and find out, find the thing that it is you're looking for. That quest, the quest that's talked about in so much literature, the quest for what it is you want, for that, from that spark that's inside you, that's individual to you, that isn't the same spark that's in somebody else. What is it that drives you? And if you are made to do that because somebody pushes you into it, you'll likely fail unless for some strange reason it aligns with what you want. That's why the number of people who have dominating parents who make them go into medicine or law or accountancy fail, are unhappy, commit suicide, uh, create have psychological illnesses because they are not being true to themselves above all else that i know self be true said shakespeare are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership achieve your true potential and become who you really can be the leader manager coach pro course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out the Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com Leader Manager Coach. So you have to voluntarily explore and be proactive in order to go out and find what it is that you need to find and discover so that you can grow and change and evolve and become a step closer to the thing that it is that you want. That is the process. And the trouble is that we are often advertised to, we are, we are subject to advertising through the world, through social media, through others, that there is an easy way. And 
hold my hand up and I used to say, I used to look for every every trick in the book to get there quickly. Which is the free pass to this, the easy way to that, the hack for this, the hack for that. And look, yes, of course there are easy ways to do things. But fundamentally, you have to forge yourself and go through the fire. Otherwise, you will be a frail hod, a frail, shallow frame of what it is you could be. And when you embark upon that journey voluntarily, then you will give yourself a sustaining chance because it's something that's within you. So it's inspiration that's internal, not external. You're not doing it so you can have somebody say, well done. You're doing it because you have to. You absolutely have to because it's within you. You may not even be able to explain it. And Why should you? Don't have to rationalize to anybody. Live your own life. And when you embark upon that, stage one can be devastating. It's the disintegration of the old self. Peterson talks about it in mythological terms as the death of the king. This is suffering because you cannot get something else while you hold on to the old. So if you imagine your fist and you're holding on to whatever it is you've got now, unless you open your fingers let that old drop away and fall with the pain and suffering of that as you watch it disappear. That might be friends, it might be relationships, it might be a job, it might be money, it might be an income. In order for you to have the space and the ability to grasp the new, it ain't going to work. So you have to go through this disintegration, which could be described as hell, or it could be the desert. It ain't comfortable. And the fact is that most people give up. It ain't worth it. Too painful. My goal isn't worth it. So in that case, it just tells you that what you want, you don't want it bad enough. And you're not prepared to pay the price. And there's no judgment on that. That's a very personal thing. This is the massa confusia or the chaos, the return to chaos. Oh my days. A wise person told me that if I meditated, this would be one of the key aspects that would lead me to a better life. And how many people turn around after a month of meditation if they can stick it that long and they give up. Because seemingly life has turned terrible. It's now chaos. Things have in inverted commas, gone wrong since I started this terrible meditation. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that is just the old skin dropping away. The snake shedding its skin, the butterfly struggling out of its chrysalis to fly and become a free being. That is likely what is happening to you, I believe. Stick with it. As Gary Neville said, you have to find a way to win. Find a way to win. See it through. Even when the chips are down and you cannot see. Just taking one step forward, putting one step in front of the other. It's all you can do. As my friend used to say, just keep taking the next breath.
one after the other. Peterson calls it Mother Nature or Queen, the Queen taking over, returning to nature, returning to chaos. The absolute potential of this prima materia before the reconstitution, the reconfiguring, as you still follow that meaning. It's only having meaning as a central tenant of this that will keep you going. If you are after happiness in your life, you will drop the ball straight away. It becomes painful. But if meaning has you in its claws, in fact, you won't be able to not go on. And you treat it like you would one of your own children. If you are fortunate to have a child, you would carry that child through anything and everything in order to save their life and sacrifice your own. That is an analogy of what perseverance is in terms of your own goal and how meaningful it needs to be. You know, you're driven on by this almost unconscious, still small voice that won't go away, never leaves you. The eternal flame, the flickering candle that never goes out, that candle in the wind, battered, pushed, blown, but then reignites at the last minute. You know, you listen to anybody's success story, they tell you it was 25 years, 25 years hard work before they had overnight success. Nobody really understands the backstory except the people themselves until it comes out. Obviously now, with the plethora of books and biographies and podcasts and everything else, we know the backstories, but they still inspire us. Because it's that story that makes us think, wow, that could be me. Am I courageous enough? Or am I not? You know, our conscious mind, as Peterson often reminds us, is a bad judge. It helps us persist on, often with rationale about why we shouldn't do things. I spoke to somebody the other day who talked about their dream car. And the reason they haven't bought their dream car is because they're frightened of it getting stolen. Now, is that an example of fear stopping you moving on? Maybe it is. Would you not have a child if you really wanted one in case something happened to it? Would you not go for a job in case one day you lose that job? Is it not the same thought process? Beware of what your conscious mind tells you. Because if you buy into it, you're likely to develop these dark, almost imperceptible psychological traits and illnesses that are often treated by medicine in the Western world for depression and things like that. And I'm not here. I know nothing about depression and I'm not criticizing that or making a judgment on it. But if we suppress things, emotions, desires, then they have to come out in some, some way or other. They don't just go away. And they come out often in psychological ways that, that affect our relationships and our businesses and our jobs and our careers in every way. 
So be careful of listening to the conscious mind that can trick you quite easily. It's the smelting and the recasting of the psyche as you go through the fire. It is the only way. And the pain is the battle with the ego or your rational mind. As you put up with the pain, you put up with the suffering for a greater cause. Everything's screaming at you, your whole body, all your senses to give up. Grab the duvet, stay in bed. Oh, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's only a little thing. It doesn't matter. Absolute tripe. The collision of ego against reality. The pain of that, the suffering. And sticking with it produces the heroic outcome that you want. It's the value, the absolute value in standing by your soul, your still small voice, by what you believe in. If nothing else, you stand by what you believe. If nothing else, because nothing else matters. You quit having psychological projections onto the external world to blame and criticise and take away from yourself. Because it's all within you. The whole journey is within you. The external world will just turn form and represent that in time. The only journey is the journey within. And it's all about that, facing the demons, facing the pain, facing it all. It's the tribulations that you go through that will lead you to your riches. And it's this total immersion, this total commitment, this burning of the boats, the crossing the Rubicon. I will never go back. Total immersion, because that's what it takes. In your own psychological pilgrimage, your journey, carrying your cross, it is the process. And that's all you can control, the process. The outcome is beyond you as a human being. No suppression, no delay, allowing the process of accommodation and reconstruction. Your own heroic journey embodied. Go for it. Catch you later. Bye-bye.